structure and creativity. They kind of seem like opposing ideas, right? My whole life, I've considered myself to be a creative free spirit. And for a long time, I completely resisted structure and systems, thinking that being too organized or planned out would inhibit my creative flow. Of course, that all went out the window when I decided to bring my creative gifts to life as an entrepreneur. Through my journey as a service provider and coach, I found that having routines and structure built into every part of my life and business actually allows me even more freedom to play and explore. Turns out structure isn't a creativity killer, but actually a creativity booster. In this episode of The Support Squad, I'm sharing some key strategies for incorporating structure into your business to support creation and innovation. Keep listening if you're a creative person that needs a little more organization, or if you're someone that struggles with being creative and needs ideas to spark that energy. You're listening to the Support Squad Podcast, where virtual assistants come together to share their best business tools and tips. Virtual assistant for life coaches, Sharon Nissen, created the Support Squad with a firm belief in community over competition. Whether you're a new virtual assistant looking for advice on how to get started or an established virtual assistant looking to expand your skills and invite even more abundance into your career, you're in the right place. Working from home doesn't have to be lonely. We're in this together. Now, here she is, the host of the Support Squad podcast, Sharon Nissen. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome into the Support Squad podcast. I'm so excited to be with you this week. Um, Just a reminder, later on this week, we are going into the Happy Business Reset. It starts on August 25th, and what it is is a free three-day workshop where we're gonna be exploring all the different areas of your business and really kind of doing a, a power off, power on of your business to make sure that everything feels happy and aligned and that you feel supported. So I hope that you'll join us. Um, you can join us at for free and register at thesupportsquad.com slash happy. And today's episode really is about supporting you in order to be happy as well. I mean, nothing could make a creative person happier than actually being able to use their gifts to earn money. Like that's the ultimate dream, right? And when we think about creativity and structure, those kind of seemingly opposing ideas, what we realize is that those two opposing energies really reside in all of us. We see it throughout history with all of these different things. We hear about the divine feminine and masculine energies. We hear about left brain, right brain, the yin and the yang. Um, You know, there's all, inside all of us, there's a part that's more rational and structured and analytical. And then there's a part that is like, wants to be in flow, wants to play, wants to explore, wants to be present. And um, we can have both of those things residing in us at the same time. And they actually work best when they're in balance. Because the thing is, as creative people, if we rely only on our creativity to get us through and think that being creative is going to, means not being put into any kind of box or having any kind of structure, what that leads to is a lot of burnout and also a lot of like feelings of frustration and self-judgment. Because if we're existing in, an, in, a, in a space where we constantly feel like we need to be in flow and creating, sometimes that energy is just not flowing or um, creating isn't happening as naturally as we need it to or in the moments that we need it to. So having a supportive structure to support um, 
our needs in our business to create and innovate um, is just gonna allow you even more freedom in your business. It's all about empowerment, right? We have these wonderful skills to use, but without structure, we don't feel empowered to use them um, because they feel just kind of like something that should come naturally, where creativity really is something that we can cultivate, hone in on, and focus in a really positive way. So one area I wanna talk about where I see a lot of creative entrepreneurs um, have a lot of fun, but like sometimes, but then also have areas where they super struggle and that's with content creation. And I'm talking about like creating content for Instagram, for any of your marketing. So anytime you're writing a blog, writing social media posts, designing graphics, you know, that stuff can be really, really fun. And if you're creative, that could be a lot of what drew you to an online business is that you got to, you get to play with all of these different techniques and strategies. But the problem is for some creative entrepreneurs, they feel like they, you know, we're watching all these people, we're seeing all of this content come out and we get this feeling that if we're not able to think of something on the spot, that there's something wrong with us, you know, instead of um, batching things out or going into our marketing with a strategy, a lot of creative entrepreneurs think we need to be in flow, posting in the moment, but then the moment comes and we pick up our phone and we're like, what do I post? Or like we sit down at Canva and it's that blank screen of despair where it's like, what? where do I even begin? So I wanna talk a little bit about structure can actually help you um, spark that creative fire and you can actually sit down and create at any time instead of waiting to be present in the moment and needing to post. So one structure that I rely on so heavily when it comes to marketing and in my business and it's just something I can always come back to are content pillars. So if you're in my support squad membership, you've definitely heard me talk about content pillars because I really believe that it's the foundation of having not only a solid social media strategy, but having a foundation to come back to when we're ready to create anything. For um, content pillars, I always recommend that you have three content pillars related to your business and your services. So three content pillars related to what it is that you do for client clients um, and then I recommend that you have three content pillars related to you personally so things like are do you like to garden are you a mom do you like to go running all of these different things personally about you and your life that your audience can connect with and so if that sounds that could, could sound boring to some people so I have three things I talk about in my business and I have three things I talk about in my personal life it could sound inhibiting but what I want you to realize is that when we sit down, um, it's kind of a creativity killer to not have any ideas to start with because we think we have to like draw something from the depths of our brain. But when we have a content pillar to fall back on, we immediately have some place we can go and some place to start. And what I recommend doing to make this even easier is once you've decided on your content pillars, sit down and don't start creating within those content pillars yet, but do a huge brain dump. You have so much going on in your brain all of the time. Do a huge brain dump for each of those content pillars. Think of like 20 different topics that you could talk about related to those content pillars. And if you're having trouble coming up with 20 ideas for a content Content pillar, it might not be a content pillar that's right for you because there is definitely six areas in your life that you could talk about like 
no matter what. So I want you to hone in on what those six things are. Three things related to your business, three things related to your personal life, brain dump every topic you can think of related to those things. And that way, next time you go down to sit, sit down to do a graphic or create a blog post or write a letter to your email list, whatever it is, um, instead of having to pull something out of your head, you have this list of topics. And it's gonna spark creativity and it still allows for a little bit of freedom and play because you're not saying, oh, I need to post about this thing on this day. You can go back to your library of brain dump content and pick the one that resonates with you most on that day. So I love having that structure because within that structure, there's still freedom. And this is what I use all the time in my business. Another thing that I do in relation to my content pillars and my brain dump is I keep on my phone in my notes app um, just a running list of, um, of, of content ideas so, um, so that I don't feel the urge when I think of an idea to create it right then. Um, I can sit down and when I've blocked out some time and batch all of that out. So I want to talk about batching too. A batching is another thing that I feel like creative entrepreneurs sometimes shy away from because again, they get ideas. You get, I say you or they, we, it's me too. We get ideas in the moment and we think I need to make this right now. And that's a huge amount of pressure on ourselves. And it's also a little bit of a waste of creative energy. Whereas if we have, um, you know, that running list of all of these different ideas, when we get that creative burst of energy of like, I'm ready to create, sit down, don't just create that one post, go to your list of other things and create a bunch of different things. So when you feel that spark or that urge to sit down and create, and we know as creative entrepreneurs, it comes in waves. Um, I've definitely even noticed it's syncing up with my cycle. You guys heard that talk, me talk about that um, in last week's episode about um, recognizing the seasons and cycles in our business. I recognize that certain times of the month, I feel more creative than other times of the month. And so when I'm feeling that creative burst, I try to get as much out as I can. And you might have seen on Instagram a while back, and I'll link to this in the show notes. I posted um, the way that I manage my all my social media content, which is that I have a Trello board where I have my different content pillars, where I have my different, um, you know, um, products and offers that I'm promoting. And what I do when I'm feeling really creative is I sit down and I fill out just a bunch, a bunch of content related to one specific content pillar. And because I have all of those ideas to fall back on, it flows really naturally. So you guys hear me talk a lot about a lot too. The only system that works is the system that works for you. Maybe it works for you to schedule time every week to sit down and batch stuff out. Maybe it works for you a certain time during the month. There's a time where you're feeling more creative and you can do that. Maybe Trello works great for you to start organizing all of these different ideas. Whatever it is, find something that works for you and build a structure around it. Because I don't want you to feel that self-judgment or that panic that we feel when we feel like, oh my gosh, I need to post something right now. What do I post? I want you to feel supported so that when you're in the mood to create, you can do it easily and like in a really joyful way. Another place where we have to bring more structure in to allow and to open ourselves up more to our creative free thinking is in the back end of our business. I know for me, I avoid the back end 
of my business like a plague. It, the plague, it's not where I like to hang out, but I know, um, you know, after supporting high level entrepreneurs and their businesses, that the the business owners that have a really, really solid back end of their business, that have systems in place, especially entrepreneurs that have um, support like virtual assistants or if they've outsourced certain things, those are the people that um, innovate really cool new ideas. They come forward as leaders in the industry because they have the space and they, they have the structure to support them in being innovative and creative. So just like I talked about last week, I want you to incorporate automation wherever you can. Schedule things out, batch things out, schedule your social media, get, get a CRM like Dubsado or Honeybook to manage your client relationships so that you don't have to spend time in those areas. I also want you to think for a minute about the emails that you write like on a weekly basis. That is creative energy that you're using. When you are typing out an email, thinking about what to say, what kind of tone to use, how to connect with the person on the other end of that email, that is creative energy that you're using. And who wants to use their creative energy writing emails back and forth. You know, spending too much time doing these administrative tasks, it drains that creative energy. It leaves less room for us to come up with new offers for our business, to do creative ideas for marketing. So I really recommend if there are emails that you're writing kind of on a regular basis to clients, get those emails templated out, put them in a Google Doc or put them in your CRM. Stop crafting everything from scratch because the truth is we can cultivate our creative energy but at the same time you know we there's only so much of it to go around at a certain point we get burnt out and we really need to make our creative energy reserved for the things that matter the most in our business and have the most impact and let's face it those daily emails back and forth are not one of those things so get them scheduled templated out and um, planned out as much as possible one way that I accomplish all of this is that I schedule CEO time in my business. Some people like to have a full day every week that they're spending as the CEO of their own business where they're cleaning up the back end, um, making sure that everything is grounded and in order. And what that does is it allows you to plan out blank space in your calendar for creation, for thinking of new ideas. So make sure that you are setting aside time to take care of all of that task. And I like to think of that as mental hygiene because there are things in our business that we know we always have to do. And if we don't wanna do them and they're not scheduled, they're not gonna get done. And what that does is it leaves those little things living in our head. It turns into anxiety. It turns into stress. That doesn't contribute to a happy business. That does not help us cultivate creativity. It zaps all of that. So we wanna make sure that we're setting aside time so that we we know, okay, these are tasks that I don't really want to do, but I'm going to do them at this date and time so that I know it's taken care of. So, and that leaves you open the rest of the time to be creative and, and, uh, and do, do the, your work for your clients because you know that what needs to be taken care of is going to be taken care of because you've allotted that time for it. 
So at all times, you know, to support you creatively, to keep you in flow, to keep you present in your business, we wanna remove as much mental clutter as possible. We wanna make sure you're spending less time in the logistics and the back end and in the admin of your business so that you have more space to do the things that you love and the things that you're really good at. So get that back end of your system or back end of your business as streamlined and automated as possible. And if it's a real struggle for you, you might think about starting to outsource pieces of the back end of your business. That could be a great place for a creative entrepreneur to start to outsource is in your own business, the tasks that aren't getting done. Because without, again, without that solid foundation supporting our creative business, it's all going to crumble. We get, we get lost and overwhelmed. So do whatever you need to do to keep all of those pieces grounded so you can keep moving forward with joy. All right, so the other area I wanna talk about where I see a lot of um, creative entrepreneurs feel like a little inhibited or they really resist this idea is with our daily routines. So I used to think, you know, being an entrepreneur meant, you know, I do whatever I want, whenever I want, you know, my day goes however I'm feeling it that day and all of that, and it does I, I have reached a point where my days are like that, where I feel a lot of freedom in, in my day, but that's actually because I schedule literally everything. I live and die by my calendar. I time block every st second of my day. And if you're thinking like, that sounds really intense, like why would you wanna have your whole day scheduled? I'll tell you why, because I schedule huge blocks of blank space, huge blocks of self-care time, huge blocks of creation time. Because when you can schedule in detail all of the things you know need to get done, all of those things that need to be taken care of, you can start to streamline things, compartmentalize things, and then you realize, oh, I can create all of this blank space. Whereas if we're not dealing with a structure, if we're not scheduling out our days, finding a rhythm and routine to our days, what happens is maybe we get lost in a day and we're like, I'm doing whatever I want today and I'm creating and being, you know, doing yoga all day and that's what it means to be an entrepreneur. And then what happens is the next day you have all of these things that you need to get done and then you feel stressed, you judge yourself for taking that time for yourself to be creative and enjoy your life. And whereas if we can schedule everything, we know everything's taken care of and we've planned the blank spaces. So if you're feeling that resistance to scheduling because it reminds you of being in like a nine to five job or something like that, remember that a structure like that is actually gonna support you in having the freedom that you need. Um, I remember earlier this year, you know, I started mapping out my whole year. When are my launches going to be? Um, I mapped out every week, you know, pretty much every day was pretty planned on what needed to get done and then what I was able to do is take most of the summer off to be with my kids. And that couldn't have happened if I had been flying by the seat of my pants the rest of the year um, because I had to plan in that blank space. I had to make sure that I was um, creating a structure that would support that blank space. So creative people, 
get used to a schedule, get those planners out, get that Google Calendar rolling, and hey, you can still be creative in your calendar. You can color code things, you can make it so pretty and fun, um, but dive in and start mapping out that blank space. So I really hope I gave you some insight into what structure can do to support your creative business. Your creativity is a gift and you're doing yourself a disservice if you're not building a structure to support it. So if you need a little bit of help with that, we're gonna be diving into all of the stuff in the Happy Business Reset starting on August 25th. So I hope that you'll join us and um, I will see you there. Until next time. Thanks so much for tuning into the Support Squad podcast. You can check out the show notes for this episode on thesupportsquad.com. Ready to bring more sparkle and shine into your day today? Join me August 25th through 27th for the Happy Business Reset, a free three-day workshop to help you create a more happy, productive, and profitable service-based biz. Each day you'll get a workbook and a live training with me where we'll cover a different area of your business, from daily habits to your offers and clients to your marketing strategy. It's time to get your happy back. Join us August 25th through August 27th. You can register for free at the support squad.com slash happy. That's the support squad.com slash happy.